Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. Ooh, we got a sheep in the studio. Sheepish. My name is Alan. And my name's Nick. And welcome into the, the dungeon. This week we find ourselves back in Fandlin, as shrewd shrubberies have made their way down from the mountain to his mine, together with a new companion. As you arrived back in town, you'd seen some of the, the townsfolk, you know, loading their carts and sort of making preparations for the trip to Axholm. You also hear part of the chatter, there seems to be rumours of Sister Garel having travelled down to Fandlin on ship, and that she hasn't arrived, so... The rumours seem to be that perhaps her ship was brought down by this lighthouse. And as you, you continue walking down through the, the main street of Fandalin, you notice that while some people are loading up carts, others are barricading their windows and making preparations, perhaps more to lock themselves in rather than make their way down to Axon. And that's where we're going to pick up. I take notice of the, all these conversations I hear as I come into the town. I take notice of... The windows being boarded up, the doors being boarded up. But I make my way to Harbing Wester's house. So you're making your way down the street. You know your way around pretty well now. The sun is starting to to slowly fade away. It's early evening now as you have arrived in Fandlin. You find yourselves at Harbin's door. You knock to get in. And you're greeted at the door by Thalander, the elf captain that you've met a couple of times before. Ah, yes, sure. You've come to speak with Harbin. Yes, uh, is he available? Yes, yes, come in. Thank you. So you guys walk in and you see Harbin sat at his, his desk. Oh, shrew. Good to see you again. Mm-hmm. You ready to make way to Axholm? No, no, uh, we are not. Unfortunately, we had a little accident. We, we, we accompanied Don John, a mine overseer that was sent from Neverwinter. To oversee the mines around five hours away from here, the gold mines of the Mountain Toes Mine. And there we came across some trouble, and me and Fena here, we've, we've been turned into were-rats. What? What enough are you talking about, Shrew? Look, and I pull up one of my whiskers. As you go to pull at it, you notice that the whiskers not there, and you're, you're pulling on your moustache. But yes, I know you've got whiskers, those... that. Daring red moustache. What on earth are you talking about, Shrew? And what's wrong with that that dwarf that you've got there? Is that one of your friends? I don't have whiskers. I look at Fenna and look at her tail. Doesn't have a tail. Fenna! What, Shrew? Your tail! What? Oh! Oh! It's gone! I look at the dwarf. Does, Does he seem afflicted by this? The dwarf's still out cold. But the whiskers that he had aren't there either. Oh, what's going on here? We were bit by were-rats. Shh, What enough are you talking about, True? The last thing we need now here is were-rats and orcs and dragons. We, we were bit by were-rats. And we were turning ourselves. We needed to We need to find a cure. I, I don't know what's happened now. As, as we left the mountain, it seems that 
we've stopped turning or, or, or the effects have worn off I, I, I don't know what's happening but the last thing we need to do we need is for us to evacuate everyone to Axum and then us turn into were-rats full were-rats and attack all the citizens of of Fandling. Well, I guess that wouldn't do any good would it Dan? No, no that's why I am not ready but I've been thinking on my way down here and you you are the town's master you should be the one deciding what what needs to be done. You decide if we go to Axholm, and you lead us there. Uh, I can't lead five men down a mountain, let alone a whole town up to Axholm and make sure they're all safe. Well, what happened to the five men, then? There's four of you here. Don John and, uh, and all the others, they died. I sent them down and defenseless, and, and they died. And they died because of me. Uh, I, I'm, I'm no one to lead a whole town of Fandling against their wishes into a death trap that is Axel. That is your decision. That is a decision you have to make. I need to kill the dragon. That is for certain, and I will do so. But before I do so, I need to cure ourselves of the affliction. We've been turned into were-folk or whatever it is. I don't know why we are not showing the signs of it now, but I assure you that we were bitten several times, and Fenner here had a tail growing out of a bum, and I myself had whiskers. Not my glorious moustache, rat whiskers. Well, you are shrew. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not the time to, to be joking around and taking all of this lightly. Five people died because of me less than a day ago. I'm not in the mood for this bullshit. Well, well, they shouldn't have been up at the mine in the first place. We've been running around, or rather you have been running around, warning everybody of this dragon and all of the dangers. And they chose their fate, so they went up to the, the mine regardless. But now of Axholm, before we, we migrate there, as we spoke, we need to ensure that Axholm is safe. I cannot leave the town there, not knowing what awaits us. Well, send your guard. They can check it out. We can't go there and turn into rats, as I told you. We need to get this sorted out first. I've heard rumors that the priestess... Oh, Sister Garel, yes, I... I there seems to be word around town that she was coming by boat. Yes, and a few days ago I met some elves that had been stranded by the lighthouse, not too far off from here. I wonder if she's come to the same fate. I wonder if I could find her in that lighthouse, bring her here, cure ourselves of this affliction, and in turn at least have a healer here in, in Thandling or in Axel, if you decide we, we should go there, whatever it is. But it'll do us good to have a priestess, a cleric, or whatever she is. Yes, she has been missed here. She will. The power she has would be of great use, particularly if the dragon strikes. So what is your word? What, what is the town to do? It's in your hands. The fate of this town is squarely in your hands, and not mine. So where are you off to then, Shrew? To find Sister Garel and bring her back. Then I suppose we should buckle down here for now then. It would do well for us to wait for your return. It's your decision. The lives of the people of Fandling is your responsibility, not mine. I never said it was, true. I know. I just assumed it. It was. And you're taking your new friend with you, then? A dwarf? I, I was hoping we could leave him here. Do you have any... I mean, treat him well, not as a prisoner. But do you have any place where you could keep him locked down and in case he turns... Full where at? Hmm. 
Not sure I want to be having that risk here. Perhaps a Dabra can have some sort of tonic and at least it'll be out of town if he turns. A tonic to cure this? Well, I don't know if a tonic to cure it, but perhaps to suppress the symptoms, perhaps? I don't know. He doesn't look much like a rat to me, Shrew. Ever the astute. Yes, we don't look like rats right now, but I can assure you, we looked rather ratty on the way down. But you've had a, a moment of genius, I know. I, I must add. Well, I don't know why I didn't think of this before. Well, I'm not the town master for nothing. Mm, it, it appears so. Why didn't I think of Adabra? Hmm. Perhaps we should go and check if she can cure us. It's much closer, and I still owe her that delivery of meats she asked for. It's better late than never. What do you say, Fenna? Fabian, should we go visit Adabra once more? Might be a good idea. Better than travelling the the planes unprepared. Perhaps she's got something to to help us. What, what time is it? Well, it's uh, early evening. Let, let's go. Let's just go now. There's no need to hunker down quite yet. If I remember correctly, Adabra was just a few hours away. Yeah, I believe it was about an hour and a half away from here. Then, then that's settled. Let's take our friend here, Fabian Fenner, and, and let's go and visit Adabra. Let me stop by Bathan just for a second. Let's see if I can pull in a favor. Okay, let's go. And I head out slightly confused as to why I'm no longer looking like a rat. And I head on over to Bathan's shop. So yeah, you guys make the short distance to Bathan's provisions. You see that the windows have been boarded up and it looks closed from where you are. Okay, I walk up to the door and I knock. Barthen, are you there? It's true. Oh, yes, sir. True. What brings you here? I'm afraid I'm close to the day. Yes, yes. Um, hope you can relax in these trying times. I was wondering if you could spare your cart and William just one more time. No, where, where are you going, Drew? I'm just heading a few hours away from Fandling to... To Adabra's shop, in Umbridge Hill. Oh, yes, yes, Adabra. Uh, Been a while since we've seen her here. Yes, you you may borrow William. You'll be back, I guess, in the morning, the latest? Late tonight, or perhaps in the morning, yes. I shouldn't take much more than that, I don't think. And you see Barfin sort of unlocks the door, comes out, makes his way around back, beckons you to follow, and you see there this small sort of stable of sorts, and he brings out William... And a card for you. William, dear friend. It's been a few days. I hope you've been well. Mm. Don't wish to disturb you and force you into any more laborious duties here with us, but one more favor, friend. Just a little trip up to Umbridge Hill, that's all. We'll be fine. And I lead William by the reins. Okay. Towards the Stonehill Inn. I tether him outside and walk into the inn. So yeah, you make your way into the Stonehill Inn. And you see that there's a few patrons around. Um, Toblum's at the bar, doing his usual barkeep duties. Good evening, Toblum. Hope you're well. Good evening, Shrew. How much meat can one buy here with five gold? A lot. Whoa. About 20 kilos. Where are you going with that much beef? I owe someone my meat. It's, it's okay. It's... It's, I'm just gonna make a small delivery. That is anything but small. Well, you know. Um, so, 50 pounds. I'll add an extra gold and 
Would you care to load them up in the cart I have outside? That will leave us pretty much with with no more meat. And you're just gonna take a wagon load of meat? Yes, yes. Oh, very well. Take me a little while, but we'll load it up for you. Twenty minutes. Well, might take a little more than that unless you... I'll give you another gold. Oh, you're feeling generous, are you sure? Well, I need, I need to get going. Twenty minutes it is, then. Okay, seven gold. Here you go. And with that, Toblem goes off to ask the kitchen hands to start preparing the, the meat for you. And you hear breaking through the rockers of the, the tavern. Hey, Shuru! It's been a long time. Nobers! Where have you been? Well, well don't, don't remind me. I, uh, I've been places. You disappeared. We came looking for you. And no, no, They said no. You'd, gone to a mi- you'd gone to a mine without us. No, no. How could you? Uh, well, it's, it's good you didn't come. It's good you didn't come. Just leave it at that. Uh, it was supposed to be a quick trip up the mines and, and quickly back down. Everyone doing fine and we were going to head out to Axholm altogether. But there's been complications and we now have to sort out the aid of a, a healer. Someone that can cure us. A priest. Hey, what afflictions have you got? Come, come closer. Hey, uh, uh, Dazzling, come. It's true. I'm Fabian. Dazzling, good to see you again. Been... And of course, the lovely Fenner. Of course. We've been... But don't, don't say anything. Aye, aye, aye. You guys find it hard to keep your voices down. Oh, I, I, I do not agree with that. Shh. We have been bitten by were-rats. Were-rats? <laughs> <laughs> no. I told you to keep your voice down. Here in Vandalin. No. Just shut up. Drop it. It's okay. We'll be back. We'll, we'll be back soon. It's 20 minutes we're going to see uh, our dear friend Adabra. I owe her some meat anyway. So, killing two birds with one stone here. Are you very well? And you leave in Fandolin then again? Just for today, for this evening. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Probably. If you want to come with us, you're more than welcome, Norbus. You know that. Dazzling. You're more than welcome. We're well, taking... A little hurt you didn't tell us you were going to a mine. You know where... Uh... Look. We're dwarves. We like the mines. Of the five people that were supposed to come down from the mine with us, except Thavian and Fenna, we only managed to bring one down with, with, with their lives. This poor dwarf here. Aye. Uh, what's wrong with him? He too has been bitten by were-rats. Oh, wait. Oh, that's Bernie. You know him. Aye, we bumped into him in the miners' exchange. Which reminds me, um, last time we were there, Halia said that you should go pay her a visit. Halia? Who in the world is Halia? Halia, she's the one who runs the miners' exchange. She gives good coin for ore and gemstones. Did you sell your, your gemstones to her? No, we haven't sold them yet, but it would be a good place to sell it. Well, do you know what she wants with me? I'm, I'm, I'm rather held up at the moment, so I... No, no, which, uh, you know, the money's exchange is probably closed now. Anyway, mm. but perhaps before you ship off again, I could pop by and say hello. She just mentioned, because we had been telling, you know, these great tales of the tomb we had raided. Mm. And she seemed interested in speaking to you. Okay, okay, we can show off our wares a bit and, you know, engorge uh, the tale of Shrew and his shrubberies. Very well, very well. I'll keep it in mind. But anyway, as, 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 as I was saying, you're welcome to come, but you're also most welcome to stay here safely and just listen to what Harbing Wester tells you. 
He'll be the one that decides the fate of Thanlin, and he'll be the one that decides if we leave to Axon or if we stay here. I very well. I, I, I think Nudarin and I will be staying here. So a little more time passes. And it's around the 20 minute mark now. You see Toblum giving you a thumbs up, sort of to say, your order's good to go. Thank you, Toblum. See you, see you in, in a bit. Are you coming? But forget it. I'll see you in, in a bit. And I turn around and I'd leave. be careful of attracting the wolves, you know, with that much meat on your cart. I know, I know. Don't worry, we, we're going to disguise the scent a bit. It's okay. But thanks for the warning. See you around. So I leave the tavern with Fabian Fenner and the dwarf we now know is called Bernie. And we guide William, fully laden with the meats, towards Umbridge Hill. I want to try and camouflage the scent of the barrels a bit by maybe covering them in some mud, if I see mud on the on the trails, and maybe some herbs, if I'm able to find any scented herbs, you know, rosemary, stuff like that, and rub it all down, try and mask the, the, the scent of the meat a bit. So you want to mask the meat with rosemary to make it smell more delicious? <laughs> <laughs> delicious to a human, but... Perhaps not so much to a wolf. I mean, you could have asked for some rosemary if you wanted from from Toblum. Yeah, I suppose probably more chance than finding some in the wild. Yeah. In the wild, yeah. Suppose I would have asked him for some herbs, some scented herbs, maybe mint, maybe rosemary, whatever it may may be that he may have before we left. Yeah, he would have had some, but probably not for fifty pounds worth of to mask the the smell of fifty pounds worth of meat. No, but with the with the mud and a bit of the scent or whatever it is we get. I'm hoping we can mask it enough. Okay, I'm going to say to to give me a survival check then. Let's go, first roll of the night. I'm using my big old dice, the one I affectionately call Big Boy. <laughs> big Boy is misbehaving. 8, 9, 10 and 11. 11 total. So we find true shrubberies now on the, the trail towards Umbridge Hill, guiding William who's pulling this cart with a number of crates of meat you're carrying here, 50 pounds worth. And I'm guessing William's also carrying Bernie? Yeah, Bernie is there as part of the, the meat load. As you put him into the cart, you will have noticed that he was profusely sweating, his brow thick with sweat, his tunic also soaked with sweat. You start making the trip towards Adabra. You know it's going to take you about an hour and a half. I'm going to ask you to roll me just a straight-up d20. Okay, big boy again. Naughty. Seven. So you're about an hour into the trip now. Just a short half an hour hike left. You start hearing in the distance these howls. They seem quite far away at this point. I want to get up onto the cart and I want to have the meat accessible. When I hear those perhaps get closer, you know, I want to throw some meat out of the cart and hopefully distract them with that. Okay, you carry on for another five, six minutes. You're hearing the howling getting a little closer. The cart starts making its way down. You see Fabian's got his hand on the hilt of a sword. And Fen is sort of looking around nervously. So another five minutes or so pass. You're now only 15, 20 minutes away from Umbridge Hill. You're now hearing the patter of paws rushing towards you. And this howl breaking through the night. I want to cast Speak With Animals. Okay, as you're casting this, you stood on top of the cart, the barrel sort of opened and ready for you to get your meat out. And you're seeing now sort of breaking through the 
the bushes and shrubberies on the side of the road. You're seeing five wolves rushing towards you. I want to talk to them. That was my my introduction. Okay. You see the the wolves sort of, you know, hit the brakes. They look rather confused and looking quite lean and bony. Yes, I am Shrew of Shrew Shrubbery, speaker of all animal languages. And here I come before you with gifts. Mm. Meat. How many of you are there? Just us. Five. Five. Very good. Line up in a row and come forth. I have a little meat for all of you. But be patient and line up orderly or I will get angry. And you'll end up in this barrel together with the other fallen animals I have already slain. Give me an animal handling with advantage. Big boy is misbehaving today. That's a natural one now on him. I can't roll natural ones though. And the others are nine. But I'm gonna roll again. Yeah. Okay, that's better. 18 plus 6, 24. So you see the wolves sort of rather confusedly shift themselves into a line. And they're sort of sad like good boys. Their tails wagging a bit. Okay, I pull the barrel towards the edge slightly of the, of the cart. And I motion Fabian so as to get him to stand by the barrel. Fabian, you stand here and go passing me the meat as I ask for it. And I sit down at the edge of the carriage. And as the wolves walk up, kind of stroke them and give them, feed them some meat. Okay, so yeah, they, they're coming up and they're lapping it up. Good boys. What, what, what's wrong with you? Why are you so frail and, and hungry? Well, not enough game. It's a big winged beastie, right? The one flying and causing terror all over the place. Yes, uh, flies. Dangerous. Very dangerous. But don't worry, I'm going to take care of this problem soon and things will return to normal and you'll have all the game you wish and desire. Mm, yes, uh, dangerous, dangerous newcomer. Hmm. Mm, strange flying cat. Flying cat? Uh, flying. Dangerous. Mm, yeah, yes, yes. Hunts. Cat. It's called a dragon. It's not a cat. It's it's called a dragon. Just so that you know. Dragon. Mm-hmm. Mm, it looks like a cat. Does it? Really? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see the the resemblance. See the wolves are sort of tearing the meat to shred, filling their bellies. Do you have you seen any other folk that aren't usual to these parts? Oh wait, wait, wait! You don't mean the dragon. <laughs> You mean my friend Surtas? Has he been eating all your prey? Well, no, no, we can't have this. Could you lead me to him? No. No? No. Oh, why not? Uh, dangerous. Dangerous. Dangerous, yes. Could you tell me where he is, at least? Where does he normally hang out? Surely he has a, a cave he calls home. I don't know. He flies around and hunts. I wonder if Adabris is doing okay. Well, are you are you satisfied for now? Are your bellies fuller? <sighs> I'll talk to this. You, you see him standing there with, with like a paw up, his head cocked a bit. I'll give you one slice each more, and we and we call it even. But I'll talk to this cat, and I'll and I'll sort things out here. Don't you worry. And I hand them all one more piece of meat each. Yeah, they take it very gladly. William, let's get going. They say that in Oxen. He looks over his shoulder and nods an acknowledgement that he's understood. Good William. And I throw one more meat as we're leaving. 
take that back to your babies. Let them eat some as well. You see them all grabbing as much as they can from what's left and start making their way back through the, the bushes off the trail. Let's hurry up a bit, guys. I'm worried for Dabra. William, imagine that you're headed towards the pastures of home and speed up a bit, if you don't mind. You see him start to flex his muscles as he starts picking up pace. Yeah, I want to pick up the pace a bit and, and go quicker. Yeah, you're not, you're not that far away now at this point. So about five minutes more pass. You're now seeing the windmill on top of Umbridge Hill. It's now pure night. You're rocking your owl goggles and Fennec can see in the dark. Yeah. Fabian would need to have lit a torch to be able to see where he's going at this point. Yeah, we would have also for, for the William. So yeah, you're making your way up Umbridge Hill now and you find yourself at the door to, to the windmill. Everything seems normal as far as you can tell from here. Okay. I walk up to the door softly at first. You hear the shuffling of feet towards the door and you hear who is it at this ungodly hour? It is me, Shrew. I am sorry to disturb you this late in the evening, but we are in need of assistance. And I also owed you a promise. What promise would that be? And you see the door sort of swing open. Oh, come in, come in, Shrew. The meat I promised you some weeks ago. Oh, yeah, I completely forgot about that. <laughs> yes, I, I, I imagine so, but, but I didn't. I gave you my word, and here I am. But we do need assistance. And I say that as, you know, I walk in. Why could our, our friend William stay safely? Well, I haven't really got space for an oxen here. M- maybe maybe in your living room, just just for a bit. He's, he's not fitting through that door. You'll have to tie him up outside. Oh, I don't know. Uh, we, we, we've been visited by wolves and there's talk of Surtas is still making the rounds around this place. Oh, yes, he, he hasn't been a bother around here, though. Are you sure? Well, I, he hasn't been back. You, you sure? William will be safer outside. Well, I can't guarantee that. Fabian, would you mind keeping watch with Fay with William whilst me and Fenna speak to Adabra? Sure, why not? I guess uh, probably wise to keep an eye out. Thank you. Itai William outside and walk inside with Fenna, and we bring the dwarf with us, Bernie. Uh, and the meat, I'm guessing. You're not leaving a truckload of meat. Yeah, you know, we'll, we we take the meat inside. By the gods, how much meat have you brought through? Well, uh, there must be about, a, I don't know, 100 pounds in there. Well, it's what I thought uh, was suitable for the delay, and hopefully you... What am I supposed to do with all this meat? I, I don't know, you asked for a cart of meat, and uh, that's what I bought I you. asked you to bring some meat if you happen to come back here this way, but a cart of meat? Well, I'm not good with details, but... Pretty sure you said a cart. Well, there's enough here to feed that that beast if he comes back. Well, hopefully he'll come back soon, because if not, you've got a whole lot of meat that's going to go to waste. I'm a bit concerned that with all that meat out there, I'm pretty much putting a an advertisement there Adabra's to, to Zootras and to all the wolves in the area. Adabra's meats. Come get them salted. Come get them raw. It's got a, it's got a ring to it. Adabra's meats. I like it. I'm not sure if I'd like the ring of that. A whole cartload of meat? Just hope the damn dragon doesn't catch the scent of it. All that meat just sat there. Okay, we better okay, get okay. In. I'm sensing this is becoming a bit of a problem. Well, huh? I'm grateful for it. Don't get me wrong. I, I thought you wanted a lot of meat. Well, I just wanted some meat in case 
you know, like a, like a deer's worth. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> miscalculation. Um, look, don't worry, don't worry. I'll take this meat off your hands. You can keep the deer's worth, and I'll, I'll take the rest with me. I'll find a use for it. Well, what's this? Uh, this assistance you you be needing of me? I take it you haven't come out all this way just to bring me a carload of meat. No, no. We've been bitten by werefolk. Where at? Where at? Here? Not here. Up the mountains. I myself sprouted some whiskers. Fenner here even grew a tail. And our poor friend here, Bernie, he's also been bitten. Do you know anything about werefolk? I'm afraid I don't. I, I can make some potions. Potions of healing, but I, I don't know if that's going to do no. much. Uh, perhaps the tonics will help with the fever. You're your friend there seems like he's uh, burning up. Yes, yes. Could you tend to him? He, he seems a little worse for wear. Um, you haven't heard anything about these kind of afflictions then, have you? Because uh. it's strange. We, we we had whiskers, but now since coming down the mountain, they've disappeared. Now I thought we would be getting worse, but apparently we are getting better. Uh, like I said, I don't, I don't know too much about werefolk. I know that if they bite you, you can... Be cursed. Yes. It's more a uh, matter of a curse than a That's right. than an illness. We need a, remo- a remove curse. Do you not make tonics or potions uh, to that effect? Not that strong. Um, mm. I've got something that perhaps would help you, though. She scurries off to this small chest she's got on, uh, on one of her workbenches, opens it and, and comes over with this scroll. Says, I don't know how much uh, use it'd be for, for you with lycanthropy, but it's a prayer of healing. This could, uh, things get ugly. Could perhaps help you. Hmm. Fena, could you use this? Yes, I, I believe, I believe I could. I think we should say thank you to our Buy Me A Coffee supporter, Neil Ravos, for that kind donation of a, a scroll of Pray of Healing. Thank you very much. That's going to come in handy. I don't know when, but I'm sure it's going to come in handy. How long ago were you, were you guys bitten? Well, I, I was bitten around this morning or afternoon, and, and then yesterday, late late evening yesterday, or around that time. Uh, why? And you're your friend here? More or less the same, I imagine. Yesterday, at some point. Mm. Well, there hasn't been a full moon yet, so my limited understanding would suggest that you'd lose complete control at that point. Really? Perhaps, perhaps um, because you've only just been bitten, the, the effects will, will come and go whilst your, your body... Fights it. A full moon? And and when is a full moon expected? I'm sure you, with your, your tonics and your herbalisms, sh- should know a thing or two about moons. Well, uh, by my recollection, the next full moon happens to be in ten days, which is the equivalent of a week in Faerun, which is divided into ten days. Hmm. So with what you're saying is true. We have ten days to cure ourselves or... Lose control entirely and be a risk to everyone around us. Well, that's my limited understanding. Mm. Yeah, from the, the tales I've heard, but I wouldn't take it as the solid truth. Sister Garel probably know a lot more. Her magic's quite powerful. Yes. She could probably cure you. Sister Garel hasn't quite made it back to Fandling yet, unfortunately. She hasn't returned yet? No, no. Adabra, I know you're strong-willed, but everyone's abandoning Fandling. As far as I know... Well, most of Fandling is being evacuated towards Axholm. And I'm going to defend Axholm, which is easier to do so from a possible walkish incursion. 
Oh, we've got orcs to deal with now as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Orcs, a big boar, thunderbore. Things are not looking good. And I fear that it could spill over to your little hut here in Umbridge Hill. I know you already said that you aren't willing to go, but the people of Thunderling have more use of you alive and close to them than they do so with you isolated here. Your potions could serve them well if they need healing in Axel. They won't be able to access these potions here where you are right now. I hope you reconsider. Well, Axum does uh, sound rather better than Infandal. It's an ancient dwarven fortress. Land of my kin. Yes, yes, indeed. Is that place safe, though? Last I had heard it had crumbled under an earthquake. An earthquake? You mean uh, it's all in ruins? Well, the story I, I learned as a child was that it had been sealed up. Something to do with some spirit of some elf. Yes, yes, but, yes, uh, I know, I know all that. But there'd been some, some earthquakes there as well, so I, I don't know how much of it is, is standing. Well, we will find out at some point, I imagine. Some of it is still serviceable, and we can use it to hide from from the Orcish invasion. Well, like I said, uh, Axholm sounds more appealing than Fandler, as long as it's safe. Well, I can't guarantee anything, and whatever you decide, it's your own fate. It's your own decision. Don't be persuaded by anything I'm saying here. I'm just saying that Fandling, so that you know, is intending to hide in Axholm. Now, you could go to Fandling yourself and get ready with them and travel with them. You could do so by yourself. It's totally up to you. It's your decision. It's your fate. Your life is in your own hands. Aye, well, I'll, I'll see what I do then. When are they moving out? Well, Harmin said he, he would want to wait for me and I was hoping to find a cure to, to this affliction here from you but it seems that I'm going to have to go to the to the lighthouse to to seek out a priestess which I forget her name yeah I need to learn her name Sister Grell Sister Grell Sister Grell when we come back Harbin said that we would set off I'm not sure when that will be though well, the dragon hasn't really been around in a few days now so hopefully he's not a uh, hopefully the meat doesn't bring him now but uh-huh. um I haven't seen that what was his name again you said? Zutas? Zutas? Yeah, I haven't seen him around either. But now that that talk of Ox, that's got me a little a little more concerned. Their intention is to take over Fandling and by effect I imagine all the surroundings. It's something you should consider and I thought I should mention. No, well, well that I will. Well here, let, let me give you something for, for your travels and bring in some, all that meat. And she goes off and, and brings you three regular potions of healing. Are you sure? I know this is your livelihood. Well, we can't have you running off to save Sister Garel and adventuring off to Axholm empty-handed. I appreciate it very, very much. It's the first time someone actually gives me something to help me in my endeavors without well, now, asking for anything in return. But don't go saying anything in town, otherwise no, everybody no, will no. be asking. Of course not. No, no, my, 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 my mouth is shut. Don't worry about that. So what are you off to now, Shrew? Can I interest you in, in some food or a beverage? Got plenty of meat there if you want some something fried up. Yes, I wouldn't mind. A, a little rest here before we head on off back. Some drink, some food will... Sounds sounds mighty fine. And if you could please tend to our friend Bernie here, I would greatly appreciate it. Not a well. So I sit down, you know, 
have some food, have some drink. I want to have a short rest. I want to bring out some food for Fabian whilst he's watching over, over William. Okay. How's it going in the shoe? Well, uh, there's nothing to do. We're going to have to go to the lighthouse. But I've got something to do first. I might leave by myself for a bit. By yourself? Yes, into the woods. Uh, yeah. You sure that's a wise idea? Probably not. We don't even have the stone sending anymore. No. <laughs> no, we don't. It's probably not a good idea. No, but you know, I'm a druid. I was meant to be wandering the woods and keeping the creatures safe. If I can't do this by my own, what kind of druid would I be? I think I'll be fine. I can navigate around some woods. It'll be okay. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't a little on edge, you. Actually, roll me a d20 as well, just straight up. Well, I've rolled my big boy again, and this time it's a four. So, I'm gonna punish him for a bit. Still love him, but he's gonna be punished for a bit, big boy there. On this occasion, a four is good. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Come straight back. Yeah, I was, I, was as- I was asking you just to roll, just on the off chance that where the dragon would be. Ooh, ten. I was kidding, big boy. You're my best dice. Yeah, he's not near your present. Good. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, Fabian tells you he hasn't seen anything out of the norm. No wolves, no zurtas, no dragon. As I've been resting, I would have rolled my hit dice. I've got three left, so I'm going to do that now. Okay. So I roll 1d8 plus my constitution, which is 2. So that gives me an extra 6. Okay, you're rolling any more hit die? Yeah, I'm not I'm not full up, so I'm going to roll once more. Damn it, that's a 1. Plus two, so three. I'm uh, one hit point shy of full health. Not too shabby. Okay, so Fabian's at 26 hit points out of his max of 39. So I'm going to say that he's going to roll his hit die as well. Or no, or you, actually you should decide this because you're the one playing it. Yeah, he can roll his d- hit die. Do you want to do the honors or do you want me to do it? Ah, you go for it. Wise choice. <laughs> it's a seven plus two, nine. That takes him up to 36 out of 39. Yeah, that's fine. He'll, he'll stay with that. Very well. So you take that hour's rest to get your, your wild shapes back. Hmm. Get some food in your stomach. As I've been doing that, I want to have packed some of the meat. Nicely packed. Nicely camouflaged so that it's not leaving out any scent. Perhaps here now, in a Dabra's workshop, there's more things I could use to mask the scent. Yeah, she's got an assortment of herbs and flowers and powders and stuff that perhaps you can use to mask the smell a bit. And I want to head out. Fena! Where, where are you going, Shrew? What, what are you doing? In a few hours, you guys rest here. I'm just going to look for our friend Surtas. On your own? Yes, yes. I'm a druid. It's what I told Faven. I need to do this on my own. I'll be back soon, don't worry. What, if you can trouble? No, no, don't worry. I'll be very, very, very careful. Don't you worry. I'll be back soon. And if I'm not back in two hours, head back to Fandling. I can't go back without you. If you're not back in two hours, Fabian and I will go off looking for you. Okay. Thank you. But don't worry. I'll see you in two hours. But where exactly are you going? I'm going to... into the woods. It's my... it's my... it's my backyard. I'm going to look for Surtas. I gave those wolves my word. I intend to keep it. Oh, sure. Please be careful. Don't worry about me. I've got this. I might not be able to save everyone but animals. I'm a druid. Animals I can save. This is my expertise. I'll see you later. And I leave with a tear rolling down my eye. 
as you're walking away, Fenner sort of grabs your arm. Don John wasn't your fault, Shrew. Don't risk everything now. Risk your life because you're feeling guilty of, of what happened to the dwarves. You're going to go up off alone in search of that winged beast? If I can't do this, Fenner, I cannot kill a dragon. I'm a druid, damn it. But we'll be beside you, fighting a dragon. I don't want you guys to die too, like Donjon died. I don't want your blood in my hands like Donjon's. How, how am I to ask you guys to come with me and kill a fucking dragon if I can't go in and convince Surtas to leave some food for the wolves? I promised them I would do it and I need to do it. I need to prove that I'm capable of things. How, how, am I, how can I expect you guys to follow me and trust me if I can't do anything right? I've got to do this. I'm sorry. I'm a druid. And I leave. Where's Shrew going off to then? Well, I'm going off to the woods. I want to try and pick up some tracks. Pick up a bit of Surta's scent, if I can. Quietly. Don't want to alert everyone to to me. I want to keep my eyes open. I can see in the dark now with my fancy goggles. I want to see if I see any animals that could perhaps point me in the direction of Surta's. I'm going to ask you to roll for stealth. The first instance, because you're trying to do this quietly. Shall I do so blindly? Yeah, as usual. You just need to remind me what your dexterity modifier was. That's a plus two. That's big boy there again, being rolled. Let's not forget that you've actually got advantage with your leafy boots of elven kind. Yeah, that's right. So I'll roll again then. It's a significantly better than your first roll. Good. Okay, and also roll me a survival check as well, please. Also blind? Actually, yeah, I would say, say blind. Blind roll. Big boy, don't fail me now. I'm going to need to ask you to roll that again. Is he cocked? No, it was a natural one, which you can't roll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Big boy, don't fail me. What was your modifier for this? Plus three. And give me a blind nature check as well. <laughs> I've got zero on nature, just to remind our listeners. A druid was zero on nature. Big boy again. Give him a kiss. Don't fail me now. You're making your way down through the the trees and bushes, looking for any sign of Zurtas. And after a short while, you find yourself in a clearing that looks a little familiar. This seems to you to be the place where you had found that deer that you and Fen had dragged back to, to Adabra a couple of weeks ago now. I take a moment to reflect on what happened on that day. Just a brief moment. You are aware as well that as you've been walking, whilst your feet haven't made much sound, if any at all, your cloak has occasionally got caught on the odd branch or the odd bush, perhaps not as quiet as you would have liked to have been. But the night is ominously quiet. You don't hear any creatures, any any real sounds that you would associate with Zurtas. Do I see any tracks? Have I picked up on any tracks? No, you have not. Any animals around I may have seen? You've heard the occasional chirping of the odd insect, but you haven't heard any any small creatures or any birds it is quite late now so most of them are probably burrowed for the and settled down for the night do i see any trees big trees like trees that wise trees you know like kind of tree that would know shit a tree that would know shit yeah there are a couple of trees i don't know how you would define a tree that knows shit you know you, you you see when you see a tree you know a tree's been around you know a tree's been there digging his roots for quite some time. Oh, okay. Big tree, gnarly tree, wise-looking tree. There's no deco trees. That's what you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. 
But yeah, you, you spend some time. You've now been about an hour, I'd say, walking around, looking for any signs of, of these tracks. And you do come across a tree that looks like it's been there a while. All right, I like to cast Speak with Plants. Okay, that's the first time I believe you've used this. Yeah. You'd be so kind as to read out what that does for our audience. Yeah, of course. I would imbue plants within 30 feet with limited sentience and animation, giving them the ability to communicate with me and follow my simple commands. I can question the plants about the events in the spell's area within the past day, gaining information about creatures that have passed, weather and other circumstances. That's the gist of it, you know, there's more stuff about difficult terrain and, and that kind of stuff that doesn't really matter right now. Cool, so you're casting this, this spell then. Hi there, tree. Hello. How is your night going? I'm not sure I comprehend. Well, don't worry. I wanted to ask you, have you seen a creature with... A flying creature? With wings? <laughs> Many flying creatures. Yes, yes, well, this one's rather big and... Cat-looking, and it's got a tail with barbs, uh, similar to a, you know, similar to a thorn, a thorny tree, like, you know, the thorns that grow in, in plants and such, similar to that, with, like, lots of hair, similar to a cat-like creature, but very big. What is a cat? God damn it. And, well, you know, like, feline, you know. Well, whatever. Have you seen a... A creature with wings, rather big, with a barbed tail, and hairy, flies around in the past day. So it does. Yes, we've seen a flying creature. And with his branches sort of points up towards Icefire Peak. No, no. Have you seen that creature in the past day? It's not as big as that. It's slightly smaller, you know. It's... How many big creatures, bigger than a wolf, have passed by you in the past day? Hmm... In the sky or on the land? Well, perhaps in the land, perhaps in the sky. It has wings, but it can also walk on all four legs. Mm. It has hair. It's not scaly like a lizard, more hairy like a wolf. Mm, not in the past day, other than the big flying beasts in the sky. Mm. Well, that was kind of a waste. How are you doing? Uh, is that big beast in the sky that you saw fly affecting you here? You're living as a tree here in the woods? Oh. You're right. Yes. Okay, okay, that's that's good news, actually. At least some of us are, are able to survive. Anyway, uh, thank you, have a good night, and thank you for your time. I won't bother you anymore. As you're starting to walk away, this animated tree, you hear it say, Wait. Yes? I haven't seen any large flying creatures or bigger than a wolf, but something did scare some deer away about a day ago. They were bolting through the area. Did Perhaps you? this is the creature you look for. Did you get a glance of the creature that scared the, the deer? No, no. Just saw the deer run. But there was no, no beast in the sky. What direction do you reckon the beast was coming from? Well, the... Deer, run from there. You see him sort of just point his branches like deeper into the the sparse wood that you're in towards the the mountain itself. Okay. want to turn into a wolf. Thank you. Thank you, kind friend. Have a pleasant night. 
and I want to turn into a wolf. I want to head into the direction that the trees or the deer get spooked and try and find a scent, try and see if I find any animals scent. A wolf, deer, surtas. Okay, give me a perception check then. With advantage, I believe, because you're using scent. That's a one on the big boy and a three on the other one, so I'm, I'm going to roll again, but I'm going to keep the big boy to one side now. I'm not happy with him. That's a total of 16. Okay, and roll me a d4 as well, just for fun. I don't like it when you say fun. For, for you, fun tends to be <laughs> something going wrong for me, because I roll poorly. Okay, a d4, here goes. That's a two. So yeah, you pick up the sense of some animal which you start following are you trying to do this stealthily yeah you know what i'm gonna ask you then blind stealth roll big boy is still sidelined that's plus two so you're moving stealthily and very quietly following the scent like a shadow to the night almost prowling now as this wolf the scent's getting stronger and stronger and you get to this place with a little bit of grass and some flowers a couple of bushes and a tree you see huddled together a stag with a couple of deer and a foal. They don't seem to have noticed this wolf coming towards them yet. I drop my form quietly, and I like to cast Speak with Animals. My name is Shu. I'm a friend of yours. Do not worry. I mean you no harm. And I slowly show myself without weapons, you know, hands up in the air. Like I just don't care. You see, you see particularly the stag sort of it's okay, stand friend. to attention. It's okay, friend. Like a deer in the headlights. I'm here to just try and help the woods. I've, I've been told that the area is being disturbed by an unnatural creature. A cat-like creature with wings. Goes by the name of Surtas. I was wondering if you had seen it. I would have a word with him. I want to convince him to move on. Who are you? What brings you to the woods? I, I've, I've just told you I'm Shrew and I'm looking for this creature. Have you seen it? There has been a wild beast, but it's eaten a few of our own. A natural beast? Why is it unnatural to these parts? Oh, is uh, someone new to these parts? Hmm, that's the one I'm looking for. He's got wings, right? Some wings? Like a bird? Yes, he, he can fly. Hmm, that's the one, that's the one. And he has hair, right? Like a wolf, hairy. Hmm, I haven't been... That close to him. <laughs> He's about this big. And I make a estimation of how big it is with my hands. Well, yeah. He's bigger than that. Yes, yeah. My hands are quite short. Bigger than you. But not bigger than the tree. No. Okay. Where, where is he? Do you know? I don't know and I don't care. Well, but as long as he's not here. Well, does he kind of have a stomping grounds, a place where he rests? Anything you can help me, it will be helping you. I, I want to get rid of this. We just know that he flies down from the from the mountains. The mountains, all the way up there. Well, I don't know exactly where from, but he, when we've seen it, it has flown down and then hunts and then flies back up with its quarry. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. I'm starting to get fed up of this. I look around. Whoa. What's the highest tree I see? There's a pine-looking tree that seems pretty high. I'm gonna scale that tree to the very top. Okay, give me a acrobatics check then. 
or athletics, whichever one's high. That's a total of 19. Yeah, you scale this tree with determination and with no <laughs> no issues at all. <laughs> Zortaz! When I get to the top, I shout up the mountain. Zortaz! It's true! I need a word with you! You hear like the cawing of birds <laughs> sort of fluttering out so of the trees around. Taz! I'm up here in this pine. I need a word with you. Fly down from your cave or whatever you make your home. You don't hear anything. Come back. Just your voice echoing around these birds that have flown off. The cawing of crows that you've sort of startled. An owl in the distance. Hoots. You've now been gone for about an hour and a half. Nearly an hour and three quarters. I cast Thunderwave. Where are you sort of casting it to? I want to cast it upwards so I don't hit the deer under me. If they're still there. Okay, so yeah, this thunderous wave erupts from you. Thankfully, all the birds that would have been in the trees near you have been scared off before you cast that. Otherwise, you would have had a massacre. Surtas! I keep shouting. Surtas! It's true! I need a word with you! You get silence back. Surtas! I drop from the tree and grab my stuff and start hitting it against the tree. You fucking bastard! Come here! I'm telling you to come here! Come here! Surtas! Make yourself seen! I need to have a fucking word with you! Surtas! I pretty much break my my staff onto that tree. Blood starts seeping through my hands. Okay, so firstly I'm going to give you a, I think a well-deserved point of inspiration there. <laughs> that's what, uh, a d20, yeah? Yeah, that's a reroll, basically. I'm going to need it. And after a while, about five minutes, six minutes or so after you've been pummeling this tree, you hear this flapping of wings. You also notice that the deer that were around long since bolted yeah i can't imagine you see the dragon flying (laughs) (laughs) nah just messing with you but you do see this large beast of gliding through the night hearing the flap of its wings took you fucking long enough didn't you hear me hold on your tongue i'm sorry i'm a bit stressed did you hear me the first time well i've heard some sort of thunder Hmm, yes. Are you, are, you, oh, are you hanging around, killing everything around these woods? Well, these are my lands now. Hmm. I'm hunting. We didn't... We didn't get to talk much last time we met. Where do you... Where do you come from? What were your lands? My old hunting grounds were up the mountain. He promised the wolves here that you leave them some... Some game for them as well. They are starving to death. <laughs> well... Is the survival of the fittest in the world. Well, you weren't surviving until I came and helped you. Remember? <laughs> I could have eaten you for dinner. And if you had not come, I would have fed on that gnome or dwarf. Whatever she was. You seemed to have be having some trouble trying to get in. But anyway, I've got some meat. I've got a lot of meat. Somewhere that I could bring to you tomorrow in the morning. But I need you to leave some food for the wolves. I will get your hunting grounds, your old ones, back. Why not just leave the meat for the wolves, then? Because it won't last them forever. And you think it's going to last I'm not forever. saying it will last you forever. I'm just saying it's it's an offering. It's, it's a present I give you. But in return, I ask you to leave something for the rest of the animals here. I will take you back to your place, your old stomping grounds. And if I don't want to return... 
Aren't they better than these ones here? Well, there's uh, plenty of fresh game around here. And no orcs. The orcs troubled you, did they? Well, don't orcs trouble everyone. Fair point, fair point. You become a problem to these woods. You will be ousted. These are too close. Are you threatening me? Not me. I'm giving you a friendly warning. These are too close to the humans of Thandling and Neverwinter. If you become a problem in these woods, you will be ousted. You won't, you won't meddled with up in the mountains because you didn't affect anything. But if you start affecting the woods here, that's a different story. Well, I've not been near Fandalin. No need for them to come here. The wolves will start going further into Fandalin, looking for food. You're doing what the dragon did to you. You're displacing the creatures of this area, and we're going to have a problem. Well, seems like the wolves are going to have a problem. They will find the source of the problem. That's what us druids do. We take care of the unnatural folk of the forests. We make sure that balance is restored. And now you are causing a problem here to this balance. And I'm all I'm asking you is to keep your wits about you. Find balance. Let the other animals survive. Let them eat. And you may stay here forever. No one will even know you're here. But if you cause upset in the balance, eventually they'll come for you. Well, thank you for your concern. <laughs> My concern is not for you, it's for the wolves and the other animals here. And where's your concern for the deer, the wolves eat, or the rabbits? The concern is for the natural balance of things. And who determines the natural balance? You? <laughs> the druids of the woods tasked with keeping the wilds safe, keeping the wilds balanced, and from abominations and unnatural creatures such as yourself. And what makes you think that I am an unnatural creature? Well, you're not natural from here, are you? I don't see many winged creatures with manes gallivanting around these woods. And are halflings natural to these woods? Yes. <laughs> not not, not <laughs> halflings. Druids. We take care of these woods. We've been entrusted with the magic of the wilds to take care of the wilds themselves. Leave some food for the others. No, they, can, they will eat what they can get. I must feed myself, if not, perhaps I need to get closer to Fandalin to feed myself then. Are you threatening me now? No, I'm saying you should not be playing God. I'm not playing God. I'm just finding the balance, keeping the balance. <sighs> it's nice to see you again, Shrew. Do you want the meat or not? You can leave it here if you want. The wolves can feast on it. Perhaps there's not enough for me anyway. Look at the size of me compared to a wolf. It won't last you forever, no. It'll sure make a good meal. It's an offering, I've told you. Well, leave it here. I may come for it in the morning. He seems flapping his wings, gaining more and more height. Will you leave some meat for the wolves? Will you leave some game for the wolves? Do you give me your word? Hmm. If that's what it takes to keep you quiet, then perhaps. <laughs> Till the next time we meet. He seems sort of flying off into the night sky now. And without the forest, this sparse forest is not like a dense wood, like the Neverwinter wood, becomes eerily quiet again. I dropped to my knees and I just start weeping, then crying heavily. And I just curl up into a ball and stay there. How long are you staying there for? I don't even know. So after about 40 minutes, 
You've been curled up on the floor. You realize that you've now been gone for approaching three hours now. You recall that you told Fenner and Fabian that you'll be gone for two. Give me a perception check. 14. So yeah, as you're slowly pulling yourself together, you do hear the distance. It sounds like footsteps. The occasional of branch creaking and a pair of hushed voices that you do recognize as Fabian and Fenner. And that's where we're going to call it a session. That was quite the surprising episode for me behind the screen. Yeah, I don't even know what's going on anymore, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. Yeah, Shu isn't in a good place right now. Yeah, I think Don John's uh, messed with his head. (laughs) (laughs) Those head puns keep on coming. Yeah, yeah. Got plenty more of them. (laughs) Anyway, if you'd like to hear us talk more about this episode just gone, make sure to subscribe to one of our memberships on Buy Me A Coffee and you'll get the recap of us talking about this episode there tomorrow. Also on Buy Me A Coffee you can look around the donation shop, the shop, and there you'll find one of donations to help us in the adventure, like Neil Ravos uh, kindly donated his scroll of prayer of healing. So again, thank you very much for that. Yeah, it's been a few episodes coming. But unfortunately, we were in the, the depths of the mountain to a mine. Mm. So although it's a donated item, I'd, I like to try and fit it in somewhere that would make sense. Yeah, of course. It seems that it would be the sort of thing that a, a healer or a potion maker like a Dabra would have. Yeah, part of a stock. So thank you very much for that. And at this point, we've also launched our brand spanking new website. Yeah. Given a little bit of a facelift. Uh, there's a nice little section on there now that tells you a little bit about us. Yep. And we've got a, a blog. We're bloggers now as well. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. As if we didn't have enough to do. We keep giving ourselves more more work, but we like it. Yeah, I think it's just a, a fun way to to put extra content out there and a chance for you to get to better know us. Yeah, that's right. We'll have different kinds of blog posts there. And if you'd like to check them out, visit i2td.com. You'll find everything there and all our links the buy me a coffee and everything we've mentioned before also make sure to leave us a rating and comment on your podcast player of choice that will help us tremendously and that brings us to today's ad swap that we've got with some of our new friends our new friends from down under reflex save we're going to play their ad now for you make sure you check them out and visit them at the links at the bottom of this description Hey cool people, do you like mead, magic, and long walks in the icy tundra? Ever wonder what your sled dogs are thinking about? Why not cap off your night with a frosty tabletop adventure? Yo, my mum, you made me out of meat. Meat mother. What have I done? Did your grandma die in a lake? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I have to ask, Uh, but it's actually because I bought some boxer shorts from Targets recently. And they forgot to remove the security clip! <laughs> In bust we must. In bust we must, indeed. On wood? Excuse me, oh, young careful, man. Careful, I've got a cut bum. <laughs> Wait, do you have a missing ring finger? No, I got yours, no. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. No. Fuck, this is a Kingston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting all sweaty and I need a Kingston. She is desperate to keep her realm, and she will fight any that would take that away. 
Well, grab your Ugg boots and join Reflex Save every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform. So yeah, make sure you, you check them out. They're on Good Pods as well, a new platform that we've all taken over with the RPG Takeover, and give them a listen. And that brings us on to the end of the episode club. I haven't forgotten this time. Last time I was a little overeager. Yeah, a bit too hasty last time. So the last one standing to where we give you a little password at the end of this episode or at the end of the episode. And then you insert said password into the comment sections of Twitter, podcast players, our Discord, wherever you, you fancy. We spot it, we look at it and we laugh. That's the gist of it. So, you know, yeah. keep, them, keep them witty and keep them make sense with a sentence don't just throw the word out there you know yeah we, we've had some awesome ones lately yeah yeah neil as well yeah neil had a good one, one for last week oh. yeah very good hopefully we'll eventually do a video or something yeah we keep saying <laughs> we keep meaning to do it so without further ado today's password is like a deer in the headlights yeah i came back to that section of today's episodes where i spoke to the deer so yeah thanks for listening thanks for tuning in and all your support and we'll catch you next time as we delve into, into the dungeon. dungeon.